0: Good afternoon, everyone. I well, want to begin by saying it, it is a great honor for me to be here with you today, to have been asked to say this mass, to preach the homily for Coach Robichaud's funeral. I particularly want to offer my condolences to Colleen, Ashley, Justin, Austin, uh, Coach's father, brothers, family, and friends. So many people gathered here in this beautiful church. It's a great testimony to the legacy of a very great man. Also want to recognize Brother priests, deacons who are in attendance, and particularly to thanks Monsignor Jeff de Blanc, pastor here at Fatima, for allowing us to use his church for the funeral. Over the past week, reflecting upon the life of Coach Robe, I've been reading a lot of the testimonies, listening to different videos but also taking time to sort of reflect on the game that Coach loves so much. A great American pastime, the game of baseball. Not just on the statistics, what makes up the game of baseball, but like Coach, reflecting on some of the philosophical or even religious aspects of the game. One thing that I really focused on is something that's always fascinated me, what really sets baseball apart from so many other sports. And that's the shape of the field. Baseball is unique because, even though we call it a baseball diamond, it is really circular. The person who is at bat makes a circle to get around the bases. Compared to other sports that we know, football or soccer, hockey, basketball, they take place on what one author calls an oblong field. Players sort of move laterally back and forth, trying to deposit some ball or some item in the goal of the other team. And so, over the years, a lot of people have reflected on what baseball means and particularly this unique aspect, the baseball diamond and its circular dimensions. But I really began to think this week about how that trip around the bases symbolizes the journey of each human life. It's what we as priests who study philosophy call the exitus editus exit from one source in order to return to the same exact source. It's ashes to ashes, dust to dust, coming from the mind and the hand of God, making the journey of life, but then returning to him in the kingdom of heaven. And so a trip around the bases for the runner entails journeying far away from home, Far away from that origin, second base being the furthest point away. The player faces a lot of different dangers on the diamond, the choices that the player has to make, the risks he has to take in order to avoid being called out. All of these things are part and parcel of what our lives are as human beings. In addition, unlike most other sports in baseball, there's no time constraint. And so this can reflect eternity, but it also can show us a lot about life. That a short game can be just as complete and just as satisfying as one that lasts eight hours and six minutes. But what gives this circular nature of the baseball diamond its meaning, and that every journey around it, its significance, is ultimately that every journey is a journey to home plate. A journey to home plate. Every batter desires to find himself safe at home, where you arrive and you're greeted by your teammates and your coach, your brothers. And your father and mentor waiting to welcome you to receive you. It doesn't matter how long it took you to get around the bases or what you had to do to get there, they're just happy to have you back at home. And this idea of home and the journey home is why I chose today's gospel. As I think baseball evokes the parable and the journey of the prodigal son. Yes, the leaving home that we all do, that we all have to do, the journeying, the sometimes wandering and making bad choices, but more importantly, the journey back to the father's house, the journey back home. But the gospel shows that it's more than just a return to home, A return, a journey back to home plate, the return home is ultimately an encounter with the merciful love of the Father. And I believe, as I'm sure everyone here who knew Coach Robichaud would say, that he embodied this truth in everything he did and everything he was, making it real, personal to so many of the hundreds of young men that he coached over the years. He taught them discipline, taught them hard work, he taught them achievement, but more than that, Robe was a father to so many young people along with his own children. These, as you know the stories he tells, Some of them, like the prodigal son, were on their own journeys. He was the father, always waiting there, encouraging them to come back home. But the greatest gift that he offered to those that he met was the merciful love of the father, a mercy that he knew and experienced in his own life, and therefore was able to communicate to others that they were loved for who they were, not solely for their performance on the field. And in spite of any errors they may have committed along the way, they were always welcome back at home. And so the baseball diamond is a metaphor for the journey home, but it also speaks to coaches' life itself his own journey, much too short of a journey, of course, one that we know that was not always easy. He'd be the first to admit that he did not play a flawless game all of his life, but it's one that took a lot of determination and a lot of grit, but one that was a return home, a return to the Father, an encounter with merciful love, on the day after he was first admitted to the hospital, I received the call from his doctor that he wasn't doing well, that he was going into surgery to go and visit with him and anoint him. So I went in to the ICU waiting room and saw Colleen and the family, and she was a little nervous. As many of you know, it's not always the best thing when the priest shows up and you're in the hospital. What does it mean? I said everything was gonna be well. So they ushered me to the back. And from what the doctor told me, I didn't know exactly what I was going to encounter, but I found coach there, awake, aware, and really happy to see me. So everyone sort of stepped out, and I was able to have a chance to talk to him man to man and friend to friend. And he told me that over the course of the past couple of years, He had been wanting to swing by wisdom to come have a cup of coffee and to talk. For whatever reason, he was never able to make it. And so he said his prayer was answered. The Lord brought me to him. We had a great conversation. Realized that he and I both had very similar paths and a lot in common. We talked about Jesus. We talked about his family. We talked about his Catholic faith. And I can't tell you everything we discussed. Some things are kept between a priest, a soul, and God. And I gave him the anointing of the sick, explaining to him how in older cultures, before uh, an athlete went to perform, anointed his body with oil in order to give him the strength to endure. And this anointing that the book of James talks about the same thing, give him strength to endure the cross moving forward. And I gave him a special blessing, church and parts, and then I left. So I went home, then got a phone call from Colleen that the surgery was a success, but she told me that Rob kept telling her that it was a miracle that I showed up. It was a miracle that we were able to talk. I'm not too sure if I'd go so far to say it was a miracle, but I could tell, and I knew it the moment I left that office and the, the, the room, and he knew it also that it was divinely ordained. Divinely ordained. that it had a great impact on him and continues to have a great impact on me. But in that encounter, it wasn't about him talking to me, me talking to him, but I know that Coach Rowe had a profound encounter with the merciful love of the Father. And he, he was ready to return home. And so both he and the family had a peace that lasted throughout the coming days. And I saw them, Ashner's, the following week and was really, really edified. That peace lasted up until the end. And I have a sure hope he is in the clubhouse of heaven now, probably getting champagne sprayed on him. But also, probably frustrated that I've spent so much time talking about him. We know that he didn't like everyone to talk about him and point the camera, the light in his direction. And so, I'm going to give a truth that I say at every funeral I do not here to preach. To Coach. Coach knows the truth. He knows the gospel. It's pointless for me to speak to him. The message of the gospel, the message of the homily at a funeral, the message of Coach's life for all of us, including myself, is that we must persevere, those who remain and are still on that circular journey around the bases. And like everything that Coach tried to teach us, all of his robisms, isms the message is simple. Remember where you came from, don't forget where you're going. And if you are lost, or if you feel stranded on base, or somehow ended up way in left field, there's an invitation to come back home. The Father God the Father is waiting, not to judge, not to condemn, not to criticize, but to welcome you back as a son or a daughter, where we can experience his merciful love and hear the voice of Christ, the eldest son, calling us safe at home.